How's it going? Welcome to episode zero of Infinite and Beyond, my new podcast slash show on my YouTube and wherever podcasts are found, if I can figure out those platforms. Still got to look into it, so I'm kind of putting the putting the shadow before the horse. Or is it wagon before the horse? Oh, that's probably off to a bad start. Anyway, it's kind of weird sitting down and just talking, not knowing how long you're going to be talking or how short it will be, because this is just episode zero. So what I want to do is give it a little intro, talk about myself a little bit, my plans for the show, what the show you all about, and then maybe a little like news kind of like give you, you know, a hint of what it's all about. Of course, if you're listening to this on audio platforms, it'll just be the audio on my YouTube channel. I'll have, you know, my webcam up so you can just see me talking, using my hand gestures, maybe watch me take a sip if you're into that ASMR. Um, hopefully in the future, get some guests on, so it's not just me rambling, but hey, I figured I've been doing, uh, I've been trying to do some game dev, I've been trying to do pixel art, um, I'm streaming, I, I cover gaming news on my main channel, I regurgitate all my Twitch content on my second channel, and I figured, you know, I really love comics, but the problem is I feel like comics, or reading in general, always kind of take a backseat to my other passions because I don't have time for them. So for me, that's what YouTube in general or create my like creative passions kind of are. And that's my outlet for pursuing my other hobbies. Like for example, sometimes whether it's just life or depression got me down or stuff like that. Sometimes I feel like I just don't have time to do anything. I just feel overwhelmed. So I feel like YouTube or Twitch, when I live stream a game, you know, it helps me kind of put it on the put on the persona not first Shona. It helped me put on the persona of being an entertainer. I like making people laugh. I like people listening to me. I like talking. I like rambling. I rant all the time. So when it comes to like live streaming, having people there to listen to me kind of gives me like a little mood boost, confidence booster, and it helps me play games that maybe I normally wouldn't play. And same with like YouTube, when I do like a Let's Play series or cover news, it gets me excited for a game, helps me like not be as jaded, look on the bright side of things, and no one just wants to read negative news all the time. They get they get that enough from the mainstream news, huh? So, same kind of situation here, whereas, and also I should probably specify, I'm going to say same situation here a lot. Uh, situation, that's just one of my catchphrases right now, it seems like. I just love to say, in this situation, in that situation, oh, it's a situation where, and so on and so forth. But, yeah, it is a situation where, my hope for the series mainly, even if it's not popular, even if no one's really listening, even if I get like one listener a week, I would be happy with that. It's just my source, my my outpouring to motivate myself, read more comics because I love comics. I do. I've loved superheroes since I was a kid. I just feel like I don't have time to ever sit down and read a comic. So sometimes I have to force myself to have these endeavors to give myself a reason to do something i guess i'm i guess i'm like oddly work motivated or goal oriented even though i feel like i lack any ambition so as for what this podcast is going to be all about it's called infinite and beyond as you can tell it's somewhat of you know a play on words you know to infinity and beyond Although I'm not really too much of a Toy Story fan. I mean, I like Pixar. I like their movies. I like Toy Story. I like Buzz Lightyear. I just needed a name that 
felt like a clever name. Like I feel like a lot of podcast names have clever names. I don't want to be just another comic book podcast. I'm probably sure that's already a thing that probably already exists with that name. So I needed like, you know, something catchy. And I thought, oh, to infinity and beyond, but infinite and beyond because primarily this will be a DC Infinite podcast covering the latest books on DC Infinite. It'll be somewhat book club oriented where, you know, I'll have a reading list of what I read this week or what I'm going to read. And then on the next podcast, the following week, we can, well, you can listen to me talk about it. Maybe I'll have a guest on, a friend that they read it. Who knows, one day, get real popular, have the writers come on, you know? I have so many plans about series I want to cover, series I want to read through and give my opinions on. And again, like the news portion where I see like on DC social media posts, they'll post like the new comics of the week, but they don't really ever post what's new on DC Universe Infinite. You, you can go to their website or you can go to DC Universe Infinite and look for yourself, I suppose. But this could be a good way of just looking through them, seeing if there's any like noteworthy mentions and then having like a pick of the week type situation. Again, there you go, type of situation. Um, the beyond, of course, if you are, you know, someone that either watched a lot of cartoons growing up or know the, I don't know, I don't, I don't want to sound a hipster and be like, oh, I liked it before it was cool. But if you know anything about the Batman mythos, you probably heard of Batman Beyond. So that's kind of where the beyond comes in. Again, obviously, to Infinity and Beyond, but also... I thought it was like a clever way of adding Beyond in there because I do really love Beyond. I'm a strong supporter for years that they need to make a live action Batman Beyond with, uh, oh, what's his name? Um, George Clooney. George Clooney was the bat nipples guy, right? But George Clooney as um, old Batman, old Bruce Wayne. I don't know who they would cast as Terry McGinnis. I never really, got, I never really thought that far. But I am a strong supporter that we have... Uh, a Batman Beyond movie. I love Batman Beyond. Uh, I, I and one of one of the, definitely one of the first plans I have is to read through the Batman Beyond comics. I never read through the comics. I know that there's an entire like treasure trove of DC uh, AU comics, like the DC animated universe. There's a whole bunch of comics there I never read, and of course the DC AU tied into Batman Beyond, and then eventually Batman Beyond was connected into the main DC continuity through. Uh, New 52 and future, a future end, I believe. So I definitely want to cover that. But also, the Beyond, Beyond, Behead, the Beyond kind of name allows me to incorporate literally anything I want into the show. As you can see with the shirt I'm wearing, if you're watching the YouTube video, it says Always in Control. It's a PlayStation controller. I mentioned I like games. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll do. I can tie the show in with my other stuff. Maybe I'll do a Twitch stream of Batman back to Arkham or back back. Yeah, I think it's called Batman back to Arkham. And then on the show during like one of the later segments, I could talk about, you know, my experience going back, what I think about, what I think about it compared to the originals because I've been wanting to play the remaster. But again, overwhelming so many other things. I could talk about stuff on HBO Max because if you don't know, obviously, um, all the all the original DC content that was on DC Universe got moved to HBO Max, and now DC Universe became DC Universe Infinite, and it's just comics, so that way it can rival Marvel Unlimited. Um, so I just recently I watched Justice League Dark, and let me tell you, that was dark. 
I could review the movies and the cartoon shows, the cartoons. Like, imagine it's like infinite. I read through the Batman Beyond comics, and then I and then I watch the movie or watch the uh, TV shows and compare them. Or since I messed up, had that fruity and slippy messy movie. Yeah, good, good, good idea. My subconscious mind. Batman Beyond, The Return of Joker movie versus the comic. Ties in perfectly with literally Beyond plus DC Infinite and HBO Max. And then also with like the Snyder Cut coming out, uh, people wanting an air, 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 I don't know how to say your name. The dude that directed um, Suicide Squad that made uh, Leto's Joker, Joker, Joker into a hipster mafia kind of guy you know with like tattoos on his head i was always a big fan of the idea that he was jason todd i always felt like they should have pursued that like i don't i don't know why but i i always loved the idea of jason todd becoming like a joker you know what i mean like i just thought that would be such a great like it would be sad of course it'd be like really like traumatic and like terrible if it happened but like could you imagine if jason todd went full circle and became the joker like you know how in um death metal spoilers i suppose but in death metal the reason batman the laugh the, the batman that laughs he he exists because in that universe batman killed the joker and then the joker dying unleashed toxin which corrupted batman's mind and turned him insane what if they did that with jason todd what if jason todd finally like killed the joker and then the joker at least talking what made jason the next joker that could have been awesome um and then as, as you can see obviously the thing i love about comics is that it's so easy to go off on tangents because with comics and this is one of the things i discovered when trying to make um folders on the app is that it's just a never-ending rabbit hole i'll be like oh I want to read death metal. So I looked up a guide on death metal. Is it death? No, it's dark metal. Wait, what is it? Yeah, I think it's death metal, right? I, I've been out of the game for a while now. I gotta be honest. Uh, more of a flip, more of, I was more of a trade kid growing up. Like growing up, I collected a lot of trade paperbacks or like omnibus, that kind of stuff. New 52 is actually when I got into floppies. The first few months of New 52, I was, like, collecting floppies for, like, every book because I just absorbed it all. I wanted all of it. And then it just became, like, way, way too expensive to afford. But after that, I went back to, I went back to just, like, getting the, uh, getting the, the volumes. So, but yeah, so, um, I lost my train of thought. That's great for a podcast, Logan. Good job. What was I saying? Yeah, death metal. I was like, oh, I want to read Death Metal because, you know, it was this big event that happened and everyone was like talking about it. It was everywhere. It got to that point where it was so popular that people hated it because it was popular, which is how you know that something is popular when people are hating on it just because it's popular. So I, I was looking up a reading order for it and people were like, hey, to really appreciate this, you need to read Grant Morrison's run. And I'm like, well, how long is Grant Morrison's run? Oh, that's a pretty long run with some like pretty major events because Morrison's run on Batman leads in the final crisis, which is an entire event. And then apparently like Morrison got some of the inspiration from his Batman on an older run 
So you have to add those in there if you really want to appreciate Morrison's run. And then some of the elements, apparently, that are in Final Crisis were introduced in um, the Soldier 7, right? The Soldier 7, I believe. I believe that's what they're called. So you have to, like, read that, like, limited series. And it's like, oh, it's like a never-ending rabbit hole. But that's what I love about comics because everything is just so interconnected with, like, the multiverses and all these characters, like, being connected and all that. And all the writers, like, interweaving their stories. It just makes it so, like, encapsulating and immersive. And it really helps you escape from a reality into a whole new reality. And with DC, the thing I like more about DC than Marvel, and this isn't going to be like a Marvel bad burr type of podcast. I do like Marvel. But the thing I like more about DC is that DC always felt grounded and more realistic. Whereas Marvel tried to, you know... Uh, their whole thing was always wanting to reflect the world outside your window. But for me, I don't want to escape from one reality into a reality that looks just like mine. I don't want to be in a world where instead of a Jeffrey Epstein, there's a Jeremy Webstein or whatever Marvel named that guy. I want to escape to another reality that's, that's, still realistic and that's what dc is i feel like dc is darker it's grittier usually but at the same time there's those fun characters like hal jordan like flash that crack those jokes there's those bright heroes like superman that inspire you to do better and then there's people like batman that you relate to that just always get pushed down and have to and have to fight back have the willpower to fight back willpower like john stewart but you know, Batman, at the end of the day, he's just immortal. And that inspires you in a different way than Superman necessarily does. Because as Batman said, you know, people only really cared about Superman when he was dead. Which is one of my favorite lines, gotta be honest. And going there, let me let me let me pull it back a little bit. Let me talk about me again. So yeah, like I said, growing up, I got I was more into trade paperbacks. Um I was always that kid where I was always more of a Batman fan. In recent years, I've definitely come to respect Superman more. It was just an issue where, you know, if you're watching, like, the YouTube video of this, it's just nothing but me in my glasses. Like, you're seeing four of me, and I'm so sorry for that. But, yeah, I was always more of a Batman fan because I was just one of those kids where, to me, Superman, he was overpowered. He was a goody two-shoes. He was the Boy Scout. He was true justice in the American way, and I just didn't want none of that. His only weakness was a piece of space rock that every villain conveniently seemed to have even though technically it should be rare and then even then he was still always able to overcome it and then they added like all these like weird crypt like all these weird kryptonites i'm pretty sure one kryptonite turns him gay like i don't think they ever retcon that did they like i'm pretty sure that's still a thing (laughs) and it's just I just, I was never a fan, but in recent years, I've come to, like, you know, respect him more as, like, a polar to Batman, where it's, like, you can you can prefer one or the other while still respecting what the other stands for, right? Like I said, like, you know, they inspire people in different ways, whereas Superman is probably what everyone should aspire to be, whereas Batman is where you, you, you know, you, you get kicked while you're down. You, you fall to the bottom and you still rise up where Superman's always at the top because 
He has that confidence. He has that power. He's who you want to be. Whereas Batman is probably who you might end up being if you were put in those kind of situations. And um, sometimes I just lose my train of thought. I guess that's how podcasts go, right? But so, so that was always me growing up. And moving on from there, yeah, that was, that was a pretty good intro, right? Um, let, me, let me take a drink. I don't know, how, how long was that? Doesn't show me. Anyway, am I allowed to take a drink during a podcast? Like, can I just take a drink and like help get my train of thought back? That's only sixteen minutes. How do people do this for like two hours? But. Moving on from that intro, uh, well, I guess to expand on the Marvel subject, like I said, this won't be me hating on Marvel. Uh, sometimes could always, you know, talk about Marvel. There's the Algamation comics I never got to read. I've always been wanting to look into those. I don't even know if they're, if they're on the app. I'll have, to, I'll have to check because I'm not sure if stuff like that could be on the app because it would be mutually copyrighted, no? I'm not sure how the deal would work in that situation because I don't remember ever seeing the Algamation comics on marvel either when i used to have marvel unlimited so i have to look into that but yeah i don't hate marvel or anything i like marvel i like the mcu i like all that but maybe you know from here and now if there's any like major news or something like i want to talk about might have like a little marvel discussion it would be interesting in the future to have guests on that are more marvel oriented just to kind of hear you know some friendly debates or some discussion on Good all like Batman versus Wolverine or something, right? Or uh, Dark Clot, hey? But oh, sorry. But as for my as for my plans, at the end of this at the end of this episode, I'll probably do like a review for DC Universe uh, Infinite. But for now, um, my plans, as I mentioned, I want to cover Death Metal. I want to cover like the DCAU. And the uh, Batman Beyond comics. And there's a lot of other just random series. Like there's a lot of new 52 series I want to cover. Although I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to copy any other podcast. I know there's one podcast I follow. I haven't I haven't started watching them yet. Just because like I'm personally behind on my reading for the new 52. So I don't want to go and read spoilers. Right. But there's this one podcast I know of like new. What is it? New 52 and you. Where they've been doing like reading through the new 52 every week or so. so like i don't want to just copy people and read through like all a rebirth or something but there are certain new 52 series that i do really want to watch or not watch but read as in um like aquaman aquaman was one of those characters where before the new 52 he was always like laughed at for good reason because he, he's a man out of water <laughs> instead of a fish out of land you know and the new 52 series i read a couple issues from it um and just like i think collected in other volumes and stuff like that and what they did with aquaman and if they do they really that's kind of when he became more of a badass like i feel like Jason momoa in the aquaman movie stemmed from the new 52 almost like that's when he just became more respectable i feel like so i definitely want to give that a read through uh red hood and the outlaw that's another one i i do really want to read through Red Hood and the Outlaws. Yeah, I know that just finished up recently, actually. Like, 
the Red Hood and the Outlaw run that's been going since the New 52, basically. It went from Red Hood and the Outlaws to, like, the Outlaws or something like that, or just Red Hood, and he ended up getting a costume redesign, all that kind of stuff. Jason Todd's one of my favorite characters. I'm just so behind on his uh, comic, on his comic books, because for a long time, he was just, like, you know, a background character in some Batman comics. It's been a while, like, before the New 52, I don't know if he's ever had a solo series. I'm not sure, actually. He's just one of those characters where I I really liked him. I just didn't know that much about him. And that's exactly what DC Infinite is so good for, because there's so many characters like that. Because for me, when it came to trades, I usually stuck with uh, Wolverine, the X-Men in general, um, Deadpool. And then when it came to DC... I stuck with mostly just Bat Family stuff, like mostly Batman. <laughs> I don't think I have any other trades. I think all of my DC trades are Batman or events. Events like uh, Infinite Crisis or Crisis on Infinite Earths, basically the crises in general. I don't think I have any like Superman trades or anything like that. And I really, I love the Flash and I love Green Lantern. And I would, I, I really want to learn more about them, especially like the Green Lanterns the green lantern corp like growing up i grew up with the dcau so john stewart is like my green lantern but hal jordan is such like a shelf like a like a not shelf racist but a um kind of like an egotistical sarcastic like jerk (laughs) he's really he's really funny i really enjoy him in um like new 52 in justice league war and what they did with the new 52 line of movies which I definitely want to watch through those as well. Because again, I watched Justice League Dark. I need to watch Justice League Dark Apocalypse War, which like ends it. And the other movies I've seen from the New 52 line of animated movies is just really, really good. DC's always been better in the animation mark, in the animation uh, territory, just because Marvel doesn't like do anything. (laughs) Marvel doesn't really put out animated movies. They had their Marvel anime line a while ago, but then that was kind of it. They were good. They were 100% Japanese-produced anime. If, if you've seen them, you'll know what I mean. But that's kind of it. They kind of, you know, struck gold with the MCU and decided, eh, we don't really need to handle animation. We have, like, a couple shows on, like, Disney XD or Nickelodeon or wherever, and that's all we got. Whereas DC kind of... St- stuck to making more like actual movies like Apocalypse War or some nice little spinoff or solo standalone movies like Batman, uh, Gotham by Gaslight, which was also tremendous. And I, so, yeah, so for my plans, like I said, Aquaman, Red Hood, The Flash, Green Lantern, there's so many characters that I just always wanted to read more about and I didn't really necessarily have the resources and that's what Infinite Show great for. Uh, Animal Man, that's another big one. There's so many characters that you can just like pick from and read. But I guess this is where my my review would come in. And well, take it back a second. Yeah, for for the reading order, like I mentioned, or not necessarily a reading order, but um, if the show, if the podcast does ever you know gather a following and like that, you could always leave comments or feedback. I don't know if like Spotify or iTunes or wherever platforms are or podcasted podcast are hosted. I don't know if they have like comments or whatever, but at least in the YouTube comments, you you can always recommend 
uh, series to read and stuff like that. As I said, it would be a situation where it'll be a situation. Ugh. The plan would be to, for example, I would probably like talk about whatever I was reading and then I'd be like, okay, next week I'm going to cover, you know, volume one and volume two of like new 52 Aquaman or something like that. Just so there's a lot to like talk about. Right. And then I'll be like, oh, and my pick of the week for the newest releases was this. And then I'll be like, this week's new releases are cover them. That'd be like news and maybe move on to like, Oh, and you know, here's my review of justice league dark. Right. So that'd be kind of like the formatting, but moving on to my general review of the app for me, uh, you can kind of tell that DC Universe Infinite, especially the fact that they literally just added Infinite. Like, I thought it was going to be DC Infinite, which sounds way better. Instead, they made it DC Universe Infinite. Like, I can tell that they were just in a rush. Like, I feel like Warner Brothers gave them a deadline to remove all of their Disney or <laughs> Disney, all of their DC uh, shows and, and movie content. And then kind of like just happen to make the decision to turn into a comic book app. Like, I feel like it wasn't always in, like intentional for them to split the app. In fact, I know that uh, there were interviews prior, like years ago or maybe months ago, I suppose, where they explicitly stated that they had no intention of splitting up the content. Yet here they are. So... I do, and for a while there, things like Doom Patrol were being hosted on both, but that obviously could never last. So I feel like it was definitely a situation where higher ups at Warner Brothers just said, "Hey, we want all the dis." <laughs> I keep saying Disney. We want all the DC content on HBO Max. Uh, you can keep the com. You can keep the comics. You know, rival rival Marvel Unlimited, and see how it goes, and then. The, the tech developers, the app developers, whatever, at DC went, okay. And they removed, like, all the all the movie stuff. But then it's basically the same. Like, like when I was looking at it, like, I remember I never really had a DC Universe account. But I would have it, I had it downloaded on my phone because I was always waiting to redeem, like, my trial. Like, I was always waiting for, like, a week or a month where I just had a lot of free time and I could just breeze through all the content like an asshole for free. And I guess I curse. I guess this is now PG 13 a, but um, yeah, I was always waiting for like that, that golden mill ticket. And I can tell that it, it looks mostly the same. And one of my issues is that the search is like really bad and the community is like non-existent. So before there was like a community tab called the Watchtower, I believe, where you can just like basically a forum post. Now the community is like hidden away. And to get to it, it takes you to like an in-app browser, which is the worst thing you could have. In my, in my opinion, the worst thing an app can have is an in-app browser. It there, There's no point in having an app that takes you to a website or or a browser equivalent because at that point i can just go to my phone and use my phone's internet to look at it then why would i need an app for it i know technically the internet is an app like safari if you're on apple but still 
you get my point. <laughs> it's it's redundant and I don't like it and it's, it's sloppy and it's terrible UI design. It's terrible. It's a terrible user experience. But the other issue is that the search itself is terrible. So if I'm looking up, say like I say I want Batman number two twenty five or something, it's just like it won't come up. Like like I'll type in Batman six ten. I'll even try Batman like hashtag six ten for the number. That's how they write. That's how they list it. Or like when you actually find the comic, it'll be listed like Batman six ten like hashtag six ten, and the next one will be like hashtag. 11 to show like number like a number instead of a hashtag and with this you would think if i type in like like action comics 1000 it would just show action comics 1000 in that case it might because that's a special title but you get the point it, it just comes up with like it'll show comics or show like no it'll show storylines at the top no just being random storylines then it'll show like comic comics and it'll just be random list of comics and then it'll have comic series and then it'll be like every comic series that's related to action comics sometimes you'll get lucky and if you're like oh if you're looking for a 630 you might find like a 625 in the comic search but for some reason it's not specific like it's not that accurate however if you try searching for like a storyline for me i found that to be the easiest if you if you know the name of the arc that the comic is from then it it does a pretty good job of collecting all the storylines it just doesn't seem to do a good job of cataloging individual comics and there's also doesn't seem to be any cataloging of characters this is a this is a problem because like it, it just kind of but not really like if i look at a collection it's some, like for example things like final crisis um convergence death metal whatever they'll they'll have collections which is where it'll show you like dc's own official reading order for the it'll have the main story and then below that it'll have the entire story which will be like all the tie-ins and you can read them in order and then below that it'll have like main characters side characters but there's no other way to like get to those characters that i found so like i thought oh Animal Man is a character I always wanted to read more about because I love animals and I really like his power set. So uh, if I want to read more about Animal Man, then it'd be cool to just type in Animal Man, click on Animal Man's like profile, get like a little brief like history about him or something, and then it would include every single comic he's ever been in. They have this on Marvel Unlimited. They don't seem to have their own version of this on dc universe infinite and that's a real bad um that's a real that's a real noticeable gap there for me and speaking of gaps there's also just a lot of um weird gaps in in comics they have there's a lot of older comics missing which is to be expected but it's also weird because a lot of older comics will just jump around a lot like they'll have like batman 210 but then it'll jump to like 220 but then they'll have like 220 221 222 224 and then i'll jump to like like 300 and they're like how did 80 comics go missing what happened to like 80 comics and they'll go 300 to like 301 all the way to like 310 and then i'll jump to like 400 and i'm like what happened i know they can't have every single comic ever released by dc on the app 
but there's weird gaps there. And I notice especially a lot of gaps with recent comics too. Some of the more obscure recent comics where it seems as though they should be on there if DC is following their six-month rule or three months for digital first, but they're not on there. Or like they're just being slow with it or late, I suppose. So there's definitely some delay there. Uh, speaking of that, today actually being Tuesday, new comic just came out. Uh, I, new comic book day is like on a Wednesday usually, but for DC it's Tuesday, which is something I always forget. So we can look at those real quick. Let me let me go look at those. So they did announce that there's a new comic coming to DC Infinite that is a, it's a digital verse made for DC Infinite. They said it was the first like comic made exclusively not exclusively but specifically for the platform it is let them live unpublished tales from the dc vault number one it's 24 pages it's 12 and up and it has ambush bug ambush bug i love ambush bug i wish ambush bug got more got more usage to me ambush bug is like dc's deadpool instead of whatever they're trying to make harley quinn be but it says, welcome to the DC vault. And shall you'll find a treasure trove of all the stories that never were published. That is, let Ambush Bug be your guide through this cal cavalcade of comics. While speculating wildly about what they never saw the light of day. About why they never saw the light of day. First up, a wild ride with Harley Quinn and the Suicide Squad. That they take down a mad scientist and his monsters. That beg the question, why didn't Amanda Waller never ask Ambush Bug to join Task Force X? It's kind of hurtful, honestly. I love Ambush Bug. I love Ambush Bug because of DCUO. DCUO made me fall in love with Ambush Bug. He's amazing in that. And then there's Batman 202. Again, speaking of that, one, I mean, one of my favorite things about Marvel Unlimited was just seeing like all these random older comics pop up every week. And it seems like they'll definitely do that here. So it's uh, Gateway to Death, Batman, Here Will Lie, Batman and Robin. And yeah, it's Batman, 1940 to 2011, number 202. We got Super Friends from 1976 to 1981, number 36. Uh, the Super Friends meet Plastic Man. Oh, is this Plastic Man's like first appearance? Probably not his first appearance, but that's actually, but that's like an early, um, I didn't realize Plastic Man was released that long ago in the 80s. But I suppose that's the whole reason behind the Elongated Man, right? I saw, I saw, uh, I, was, I was looking up the differences between Plastic Man and Elongated Man, and someone said that the only difference between them is that Elongated Man is literally a ripoff. Like, a writer at one point for DC wanted a stretchy superhero for their story, but forgot that DC already had a stretchy superhero, so made their own stretchy superhero. And then they just happen to be pretty much the same. Whereas Plastic Man is an ex-con and Elongated Man is like a rogue detective. But we also got Static, number two. Hardwire, number two. And Icon, number two. Because, of course, uh, the first one for all of these, Hardwire, Static, Icon, I think, I believe all, these, all of those were released back on the 21st when DC uh, Infinite first came out. So they're slowly releasing all of the all of the milestone comics since 
I believe, I don't know when exactly it's going to happen, but I think it's later this year, Milestone is coming back. I think it's after Future State. After Future State is over, Milestone is coming back and it's being tied into the main DC, DC universe. We also got Batman Superman 2019, number 10. This is what I'm excited for. I, I want to read this story. Um, I know that they had like the infected. The infected storyline took place in this. And the infected storyline stemmed out of the death metal storyline. So I had this in my like uncompleted folder waiting for more issues to come out. Because for me, like I, I do prefer reading like finished stories like finished arts i mean and it's like yeah new comics come to the platform six months after release but at the same time it's like why would i why would i wait every week for six month old comics when there's a treasure trove of like 10 year old comics i could read you know that's kind of my general philosophy there's dc cybernetic summer number one i have no idea what that is it's an 80 page giant I guess this is just like the summer special, I suppose. That looks kind of fun. We got Legion of Superheroes 2019, number seven. Blech, Bendis. Blech. Uh, I made I made a Twitter poll the other day. Didn't really get any traction. I had like four votes on it. But I said, um, there's two types of comic book fans. Those who prefer Bendis and those who prefer Morrison. And I stand by that. And everyone voted Morrison. Except for one guy that didn't know who either of them were. And I told him that they were comic book writers. We also got Red Hood Outlaw. That's it. It went from Red Hood and the Outlaws to Red Hood Outlaw. This is 2016, number 47. So yeah, Red Hood Outlaw came out of Red Hood and the Outlaws. And it's basically one continuous story, I believe. We've got Suicide Squad, number 7, 2019 to 2020. All of these were released on July 28th. So as you can see there, all the way back from Batman and Superman up to... A short jazz squad, and then the next couple I'll mention. Well, we got Wonder Woman 759. It's funny because it says Wonder Woman 2016, but then it says 759, but that's just because they brought back the legacy numbering. And then we got Yon Constantine Hellblazer number eight and Plunge number five. So those were all on July 28th. I did the math, and that seems to be like early. But I'm not going to complain because I'm like six months ago was like August 2nd. No, but then I don't know how months work. So perhaps they're right. But that's all the latest releases. Uh, I still got to read through those. For me, I just been, I've been waiting to start this podcast for me to start reading through some of the longer stories and all that. So I just been messing with the digital first series like Superman, Man of Metropolis or or something like that and batman gotham knights batman gotham knights was pretty uh it was a pretty sad first issue like i actually teared up a little bit because if you don't know there's like there's a digital first series for like every main hero like there's an aquaman digital first a wonder woman digital first a batman a superman show on a flash and so far from what i've read they all seem to just be like your typical like hero story like they're not really your average comic they're not trying to set up any grand arc or like event or anything like that they're just kind of like like the first issue of superman had him fighting parasite it, it was a good kind of introduction to superman's maybe his belief system and how he handles foes whereas batman's first comic it was split into two the first half was a retelling of a 
retelling of an event from a soldier that won the Medal of Honor, I believe, for risking his life to save his comrades. And uh, it was told through Batman's present, basically Batman uh, reenacting the events that the soldier went through. That was that was pretty sad. And then the second half of that comic was uh, Kate Kate Kane. Is it is it Kate Kane? Bat Batwoman? Bat yeah, Batwoman. It was her as a soldier, um, basically having her own coming of Batman story where she hunts down a terrorist, chases him into a cave, and then in the cave, he he makes a noise, some bats fly out, and he rushes in to, to tackle him, and he sees just Batwoman. And it's kind of like her Bat moment. It was pretty cool. I'm not the biggest like Batwoman fan, but it it, it was it was I gotta admit it was pretty it was pretty cool. Like they made her pretty badass in that show, and she had some nice like motives and all that. So I've been checking out those. I feel like for longer fans of DC, they're nothing really special. The Batman one was special because again, like I, like I mentioned, it was a retelling of like an actual event. And all of the all of the text was from a speech by Obama when he gave the Medal of Honor to the soldier. So that was more like emotional. But all the other stories, like the Superman one I read, the the Kate Kane one, they were just all kind of like backstory, kind of like fluff pieces almost, like like filler. It felt like like these these would be the kind of stories you would like maybe give like a younger one to read for them to like be introduced to a character or someone or something that someone just in general being new to comics would read so that way they're not reading a comic right in the middle of like a major arc or a major event or something because back in the day it used to be you know any comic could be your first or nowadays it's like any comic could lead you down a rabbit hole <laughs> of Debt, trying to collect the rest of the storyline so these digital first seem like a good kind of introductory comic and for me it was like a nice little you know introduction to the digital app or the digital reading software of dc universe infinite it was a nice way to kind of you know get my get my fingers and my eyes wet i suppose reading reading the comics on my phone so that's my kind of thoughts there and that that's been 42 minutes i feel like that's good uh, that yeah, that's what, that'll be episode zero. So I plan to release this every Tuesday, probably every Tuesday night. So that lets me, you know, read some of the latest releases earlier in the day. So that way, when I post the when I post the podcast later at night, I can you know uh, have some have some opinion on what the latest releases are. So if you if you're watching this on YouTube. I would love it if you gave it a like, if you shared it, if you commented, subscribe for more, make sure you get this out there so we can, uh, like I said, have on some, get, have some guests on, help me really like take the, take this to the moon, diamond hands, you know? Um, but Hey, at least as long as one person is watching or one person is listening and sharing their thoughts, that that's all I really want is one person to humor me. <laughs> and if you're, if you're listening to the audio version of this on any podcast platform i put it on hopefully i figure that out then leave a rating i hear those are really good 
if there's a way for you to leave feedback, that would be great because, you know, I'm someone that gets easily bothered by audio problems, while also not necessarily always having the audio knowledge to fix those problems. So let me know if the audio sounds good and everything. I did my best to make sure, you know, I was a good distance from the mic, but not too far, not talking too loud, calm, steady voice. Everything's all good, right? So thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. I'll see you next time on Infinite and Beyond.